Hello, friends of the Culture Jack podcast. This is Dustin, and this is the Culture Jack News Desk. And unlike a normal Culture Jack News Desk, unlike my regular weekly broadcast where I talk about video game news and the video game industry, I have come dramatically unprepared for this episode. And so I have to apologize right off the cuff. I am so terribly sorry. This isn't going to be the normal news desk that you get so much so that I am not even going to sequentially number this episode within our archive. It's just going to be the news desk, here's an update, or just checking in, something along those lines. Um, To let you guys know that I'm okay, I'm all right. I just was dramatically underprepared for for this episode of the news desk. And so I don't have all of my stories ready in a neat little package. I do not have all of the different uh, scandals and, and news articles that I'm ready to take my discerning eye and my quick analyses into, into all of those. And so I'm going to go over a couple big news announcements, some stuff that you may have seen. But it's not going to be a normal length episode, so I'm so sorry for that. Or maybe you're welcome. Maybe you're welcome for that. Maybe you're like, I just had to go. I just had a five-minute errand that I had to run. Had to head out to the grocery store for five minutes, ten minutes, however long this ends up being. I need something that's bite-sized. I need something that fits within that very short time window. And, well, this is it. If you have not checked out the other shows on our Culture Jack podcast please be sure to do so. We host up to five shows a week. We've got this one, the news desk. Then on Friday, we have the Friday show. Um, then Saturday, we have on today's episode, it's a semi-regular episode. It's like a review and recap show. Then on Sunday, we have the Weekend Wire. And Monday, we have Monday Madness. Uh, those two shows uh, are hosted by my co-host, Anthony. So you, even if you wanted to hear me, you don't get to. I mean, except on those occasions where he has been so gracious as to invite me onto his show. Um, But yeah, here goes this show, which is starting off super great. Usually I talk about video game news and the video game industry. Uh, So I did find this article on Game Rant as the big news stories of the last week and a little while longer than that. Because I think we talked about the Halo Infinite campaign gameplay trailer. Last time, I think we talked about that, about that last week. How about this one? Sega and Microsoft announce a strategic alliance development partnership. Uh, So from the article here, it says in a partnership announced this past weekend, both Microsoft and Sega are entering a strategic alliance for next gen game development. And you know that in the lead up to E3 and after the Bethesda acquisition by Microsoft, there were so many rumors of Microsoft acquisitions of other development studios and Sega was a name that just kept on popping up. And so, well, maybe it's not a full on acquisition, but could this Sega partnership lead to some premium first party titles released as Xbox exclusive, maybe not first party titles, but uh, third party Xbox exclusive, or at least Xbox timed exclusive. I'd be very exciting. Uh, I'd be very excited to see that. I'd be very exciting too. Like if I had a partnership with Sega or I had a partnership with Microsoft, I'd be very exciting. 
Like you, you think that these episodes are good now. You just wait until I get a, a partnership with a leading video game developer or publishing studio. Just you wait then. So Sega intends to utilize this partnership to aid in developing the company's vaguely named Super Game project, among other benefits in working together. Sega president and COO Yukio Sugino hopes that this partnership, quote, utilizes both Sega's powerful game development capabilities and Microsoft's cutting-edge technology and development environment. So that's a pretty, pretty cool story. I, I'm always excited to see these kind of big-name partnerships, especially when it comes to the console that I favorite. That I favorite, that I favor. Fans are criticizing the Nintendo 64 games on the Nintendo Switch Online Expansion Pack. What's wrong with them? Low frame rates, stuttering input de delay, lagging sound, graphical issues. There was another game on the N Nintendo Switch here recently that was talking about uh, lagging and frame rate drops, and I can't recall what it what it is. Uh, PlayStation had that state of play. Oh, shit. I said I was going to talk about that in a separate episode last weekend or last week. But then I watched it and it wasn't anything to write home about. I did see the gameplay from Little Devil Inside, which is a game that I have been looking forward to for at least the last year, two years. Uh, it's the, the claymated looking one. And it's so cool that the way the gameplay actually works. One it is a very low profile UI. So there is not a lot of bubbles and bars and stats going on on the screen, or at least it seems that way right now. Uh, it, it makes you feel more immersed that way. And it's got little inventory management system. And then it zooms in on your character on a location and then zooms out to like this huge map that you can then make your little. Now he's like a little game board piece that he moves around the map. And then when you find a point of interest, it zooms back in and then you can interact with that point of interest. I'm very excited uh, about it. This article doesn't even include it. In its little recap, it says highlights include new announcements from games like Deathverse, Let It Die, as well as updates from games like Bug Snacks, Death Store, We Are OFK, King of Fighters 15, and more, which I think Little Devil Inside was the highlight of that showcase. Um, I'm very excited for that one when it comes out. BlizzCon 2022 February event has been canceled. Um, let's see, why did they cancel it? However... Paired with ongoing health concerns relating to the COVID-19 pandemic, Blizzard has ultimately announced event planning is on hold indefinitely. Uh, they're, uh, they're still preparing uh, game reveals and announcements for the near future. Uh, they've also <laughs> they also have that continuing lawsuit that's going on, on and on and on and on. Quiet Place video game adaptation coming in 2022. We talked about that last week. Persona series composer leaves Atlas after 26 years. That is a hell of a hell of a run. There's a lot more. There's a lot more news that I saw, but that's that's kind of a a snippet of it, just to give you give you a little something. I can't come on here and say I'm not doing an episode this week and then not give you anything, despite my my numbering of this episode or my quantifying of what this episode actually is. And it's not actually a news desk episode. It's it's just it's just me. You're getting, you're getting Dustin, you're getting him raw, real, and uncut here. So here it is. Um, and there was a big story that I want to talk about, and Fortnite's got a lot more to talk about. 
but they are shutting down in China because Tencent did not get a license for Fortnite. So effectively, it's banning the game in China. Now, Tencent is not just uh, Fortnite, not just, I, I believe they have stake in TikTok as well. And, and, and TikTok itself is really weird in China. It's like they're trying to get, because they know TikTok is a massive time sink. They're trying to get uh, TikTok, not trying to get they're successfully having TikTok show an ad every three minutes or something, or every like three videos that is an unskippable ad that says, Hey, you've been on TikTok for a while. You should slow down. So even though they know that this, this app is incredibly addictive and it's a huge time sink, uh, they haven't implemented like something like that in the U S just yet, but it may be coming. I, I don't think the U S would regulate the app in that way, but China, China certainly does. So what, what are they doing? Fortnite is, is shutting down because they didn't get a, uh, license renewal and, and, Tencent said that Fortnite in China was a test, essentially, uh, to see how well it would do. If you're not familiar with Chinese Fortnite, it is markedly different than American Fortnite or Fortnite in the rest of the world due to the heavy restrictions on content and censorship in China. Like there are certain things that can't be shown. I believe skeletons is one of them. So different. The character designs are different over there than they are over here. Uh, obviously if there's anything that disagrees with the ruling communist party in China, well, that's going to be, that's going to be immediately stricken as well. And then <laughs> anything that resembles Winnie the Pooh, because, uh, who is that? The prime minister of, of China, people have said he looks like Winnie the Pooh and he hates, he sure hates that. Did you guys see that South Park episode? where Randy Marsh went over to China to sell weed and Winnie the Pooh uh, was there and Randy Marsh <laughs> killed Winnie the Pooh because he, anyway, it was a great, great episode. So I'll talk a little bit more about that next week. Uh, Tencent declined to comment. Fortnite generated $9.1 in revenue across 2018 and 19 in the U.S., uh, but not that much in China. There's some, there's some big game in China. I can't remember what it's called, but it has huge reach over there. It's supposed to be like the biggest selling game of all time. And that's, you know, beating out games like Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. Uh, yeah. So that's going to be the news desk today. Um, oh, I guess I should hold on. Hold on. Upcoming, upcoming video, video game releases. Let me at least tell you what is new, what is coming out, because maybe you depend on me for that. I know I've been consistent in telling you week in and week out uh, about the video game releases. So what day is it today? It's November 4th today. So let's, let's take a, take a look down here. Not a lot, not a lot on November 4th. Is this all November 4th? No, that's going back in time. So let's see. It looks like uh, coming the week of November 8th through the 14th. We'll just give you that information here. Uh, Blue Reflection Second Light is an RPG coming out on PlayStation 4, Nintendo Switch, and the PC. Football Manager 2022 is a sports game. It looks like a 
football, like worldwide football, American soccer game. It's coming out on the Xbox uh, Series X, one iOS and PC. That's a weird combination. Oh, Forza Horizon 5 is coming out on November 5th. Uh, so that's tomorrow. Excellent. That's on uh, the current and previous generations. Xbox is Xbox exclusive. And then, of course, PC with uh, with Game Pass there. Jurassic World Evolution comes out on November 9th as well. That's available for both PlayStation and Xbox, this and last generation, and PC. That was one of the only games I got to play in E3 2018. And, well, not Evolution 2, obviously, but the uh, the first installment, Jurassic World Evolution. The Elder Scrolls V Skyrim Edition. Skyrim Anniversary Edition is coming out on November 11th. God, they will not stop releasing this game. That's coming out on the new and last-gen consoles as well as the PC. And then Grand Theft Auto, the trilogy, the definitive edition, coming out November 11th on everything as well, including the Nintendo Switch. Uh, That was the one that also had San Andreas coming to Game Pass and Grand Theft Auto 3 coming to PlayStation Now. So if you subscribe to any of those services, you're going to get to play some old school Grand Theft Auto, you know, on that subscription. PUBG New State, is this a is this a DLC for PUBG? It must be. Oh no, it's an iOS game. Good lord. Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic is coming out on November 11th for the Nintendo Switch. It's an RPG, very popular game. That's the one that is getting the remake, and this is not the remake version. This is a ported version of the game onto the Nintendo Switch. So, not not the new new remake. That's not out yet. And then Shin Megami Tensei 5 is coming out November 12th on the Nintendo Switch. That's a Switch exclusive. And that was the guy. That was the guy who was retiring. Um from the Shin Megami Shin Megami Tensei uh, series after all of these years. Anyway, that's going to be the show. I I think I think things are fine. Like I was going to record it a little bit earlier down making excuses. I'm going <laughs> you ready for it? I was going to record it a little bit earlier, but then I was coaxed into a game of Mario Party Superstars, which I uh I I lost this time. But two days ago, two days previous to this game, I won. I won by an incredible amount. I had like five or six stars. This time I didn't I did not score a single star. Mario Party Superstars is out. It's super awesome. If you are a fan of the old Mario Party games, the ones that you played on Nintendo 64 and early GameCube, this I mean, it takes all those old games and it upreses them. It puts a fresh coat of paint on it. It gives you all the rules that you love. It takes away a lot of those really childish elements. So if you're looking for a more competitive Mario Party, like this is the one. Let your shit talk fly and let your thumbs do a twistin'. Thumbs do a twistin'? What the hell are you talking about? That's it for this not-episode episode. Leave a review. Maybe listen to another episode first before you leave a review. Not on this one. This was not, not one of my finest moments, to be sure. But leave a review after you listen to that other other episode. If you didn't like that next episode that you listened to, well, then listen to a, another episode after that. And if that one still hasn't struck your fancy, listen to yet a third 
episode and then at that point i mean if you didn't like that one then you should probably try a fourth episode and then when you finally find an episode that you like because they're out there they exist leave us a review because that'll help us tremendously you know neo is in the matrix he's fighting these algorithms as we speak and he is fighting for us but he needs your help I feel like a a free-to-play game that you'd see on, like, YouTube or something. You can leave us a review. You can follow the podcast, subscribe to the podcast. You can leave a heart or a thumbs up or a star or whatever on whatever streaming platform says that we're doing A-OK. You can also leave a comment to us or send us a direct message on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, at CultureJack. You can send us an email, too. If you've got an idea for a show or you want to cover the news because I did a piss poor job of video game news this week, you can send us an email at culture.collective.x2 at gmail.com. Thanks for being patient with me. I'm sorry I let my gaming habit get in the way of my gaming podcast episode. That's it. I'll see you next week with maybe some actual news. All right. I love you. Bye. Bye.